Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sweet Gravy with Carmen and Kirk. And today we got a guest with us, uh, Mr. Bonzi. What up, everyone? Uh, anyone out there that's, that's listening, much love for uh, Kirk and Carmen here with their little podcast. I think it's pretty awesome. They're both awesome people. So, yeah, let's get let's get into it. What's what's good, y'all? Um, everything. Um, a lot of work. I guess me and Kirk both working a lot. Working. Oh yeah, that's crazy. But that's all right. Yeah. Is your state on fire too? No, we're not on fire. We're Uh, about we're you know we live in Maine, so we're about to freeze here pretty soon. Uh, oh snap! Yeah, so kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here in LA, so uh, not quite as bad as uh, if you'd seen the photos from San Francisco. Uh, I think over the last two days, my God, it looks like Blade Runner. Yeah, I know me and Kirk are big fans of that film, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know just trying to keep a smiling face uh, through this kind of a crazy year that is 2020. Yeah. Didn't they uh, say yeah, that the know. fire started from um, a baby shower reveal or something? Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I unfortunately haven't brought myself to watch the video of the uh, this couple doing a, a gender reveal. Right? And I, <laughs> it's been described to me though. Uh, they're out in like the middle of a field, and you know anyone that knows California terrain, you have these like dry, like kind of grassy areas that. You know, anyone with half a brain wouldn't be lighting off any kind of pyrotechnics in the middle of such a field. But apparently they had a, uh, like, some kind of blue smoke bomb went off. So, yay, it's a boy. But then immediately the entire field was engulfed. And <laughs> I know that I think the fire grew a lot more, but I, I heard at one point it grew to, like, 7,000 acres. It's like... Yeah, Good like job, they need to go to jail. Y'all just almost yeah. fucking killed up a whole damn town. Exactly. Like y'all got to something got to exactly. happen. <laughs> like that's uh that's they got an expensive baby on their hands. That's for damn sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I never thought about it like but, that. Yeah, it's, uh mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little disheartening. You got, you know. Can you can you imagine that? Thing. They do a gender reveal and you burn down my goddamn house? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like, are you crazy? Oh, yeah, y'all got to pay yeah. for some shit. Uh, yeah. People, man. People are crazy. But, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, uh, you know, fires aside, uh, I'm feeling, you know, relatively accomplished here on a Friday. So uh, I've been noticing a rat in my garage. Like, you know, I come home late at night, like last night, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's burning around my shelves and shit. So. I had killed his, you know, I don't know, brother or mother or or girlfriend, uh, you know, <laughs> last week. Right. And, you know. Mrs. Splinter. That one kind of with, yeah, that one kind of died on impact with the bounce trap. But I woke up this morning and uh, I checked my trap and it's, it's kind of moved and it's like a little bloody. So I, I realized, I figured maybe I like snapped his jaw or something. Oh, and then no. I look over in the corner of my garage, and he's, like, whimpering. So, you know, I, I can't let, you know, even though he was he was probably <laughs> going to die anyways, I, you know, I'm an animal lover. I don't want, like, to see animals suffer. So I got my baseball bat and took care of business. So Oh, my. Oh, my yeah, God. <laughs> animal <laughs> lover. <laughs> well, you know, I, I of course, I love animals, you know, but I don't like rats living in my garage. <laughs> So and I what I get at get what I'm getting at is I don't want to see animals suffer. So. Right. Yeah, you got to put it Not out. Right. Or you just throw right. him in a garbage and you don't have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but then it's in there and but, it, yeah, but you exactly. throw it in a garbage exactly. out of sight out of mind. You don't even have to no, but, but you beat but it's it with in a the, but it's bat. in your mind because he loves animals. He's not like you. He loves animals and he's like, right, "Oh, that exactly. poor thing's well, suffering now, inside now that trash bag." he has bed. the picture of hitting it with a bat and splatting it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I just, I just wanted to make it quick and quick and easy. Just, you know, just, I wasn't trying to get nasty. I, you know, I wasn't 
going all, uh, if anyone's watched, it's always sunny. And so I wasn't going all Charlie on this rat, you know, he, I guess in that show, there's like a couple of episodes where Charlie, Charlie work is all the work that's unsavory. It's all the grunt work, that yeah. works at the bar. And part of his Charlie work is he has to go down in the basement and, and smash all the rats. And he, <laughs> he kind of he goes a little ham with it. I just, you know, I gave him a little quick and dirty in the face and a little more blood splattered. And then exactly like you said, Carmen, he went right to the garbage can. <laughs> are, are you in a relationship? Uh, no, not currently. I'm not in a relationship. Although, uh, you know, relationships are interesting. I've definitely been wanting to invite such things into my life, but uh, hasn't worked out in, you know, in recent times, let's say. Yeah, I mean, that's the nice part about uh, being with Kirk, because that's his part of the relationship. He can get the rest. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I could see. I could see Kirk doing a lot of Charlie work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we last last summer we were ending up with mice in our uh, basement, and they were I don't know if the landlord had put out like poison already because they were already like dead in the basement, just like laying there like in the middle of the in the middle of the way, you know. And we haven't seen any like evidence so far, but she would she would keep it for me. So when I came home, I had to get rid of this mouse. Already, already dead, just in the vase. All she had to do is, you know. I'm not touching a mouse. <laughs> I don't touch. Well, okay. I don't like that. One thing that's key is you gotta you gotta have your PPE, Carmen. I I put on a latex glove to handle the dead rat this morning to put it into the garbage can, and then after I took off my latex glove, I washed my hands. There you go. So, well, Kirk used yeah, a water I bottle I, that I bought on the scoop it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I bought him there this water yeah, bottle. He's some kind of, you know, once the deed is done and your vermin is killed, uh, yeah, you got to handle with care. You know, if you have like a paper towel or, you know, a napkin or something, you just anything to like separate you because, you know, like, Animals got disease and stuff. Even the ones that I love. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Getting, well, cool. Getting rid of. Getting rid of. I. I know. You know. Every now and again, uh, on Catalina, deer would just like end up dead, like in camp. I remember oh, right. there was one Christmas. It was just Jose and you remember Memo. Oh yeah. It was just Jose, Memo, and myself. We were the only only three in camp, and there is this deer that died like right on the hill, like of archery, where that little like four way intersection is. And, oh yeah, and it was just there. Well. It was just there, dead. Like no rhyme or reason. It was just just a dead deer, and just lay down and die. Yeah, that's it. It wasn't old. It was a young one, but uh, oh, I had to uh, I had to dispose dispose of it. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to it. The ass was already out of it, you know, because that's the first thing to go when something dies. The, the ass rots. You out. know what I would have done? <laughs> what if I were you? I would have. I would have taken it down to the boat and and thrown it in there, and then like you know, just put drag it out to sea and let the sharks do the business. Oh, you know? dude, shark jumping. Shark, sharks gotta eat too. That is true. That's but it might they might get the hunger, you know. <laughs> They might get the hunger for that deer, man. Imagine the lucky shark that like ate a deer that one time, and then they go the rest of their life, and they're looking for that. (laughs) Remember that one time I ate that fuzzy thing? (laughs) Where can I get that again? You know. Well, uh, according to our our, according to our old coworker Steve Kepler, aka Stoosh. Oh, Stoosh. When when. Pigs were a big problem on Catalina Island, like in the 90s. Yeah, the wild uh, boar. Right? Well, he, he used to work, I think, at the other camp. He used to work at Campus by the Sea. Uh-huh. And yeah, all those, yeah, all the boars or the pigs, they would shoot them up and they would put them up all on the beach and they would take a rope and they would string them all together. And uh-huh. then someone would like drag them, just like I said, drag them out to sea and, and just watch the sharks go to town. So I think in the 90s, the sharks, did have an appetite for for ham 
Yeah, for some, some they ham. Ham on some ham. <laughs> I I heard that uh, whenever they were getting rid of it, this was through um, a plumber that Ross had used uh, in Toyon whenever they first bought Toyon, and he redid like the plumbing there. Like it wasn't Radkey, the guy that they were using whenever we were there. It's another guy that showed up, and he said whenever they were get, getting rid of all the bore, what they would do is they set up these fences. And they would like herd all of these boards to like one one end of this fence, and then just like yeah, it was just shoot town there, and then just pop them all yeah with the gun yeah wild man. Well, they I I even heard that the you know for those that don't know, Catalina Island has a lot of uh, elevation loss and gain, and you know it's hard to reach certain pigs. Uh, even when they fenced off all these different sections of the island, so they would even use a helicopter and get down. And, oh, really? And pop them. So, yeah. Some some the thing action going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those large pigs are dangerous, though. You don't want to. You got to get rid of them. You can't just have them hanging out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of the thing, I mean, we're getting close to October. I'm already started. You know. Seeing scary movies on the TV, uh-huh. so I gotta, you know, I'm gonna have to go through my my go to standby Halloween films here. Uh, what are you guys? What are your favorite scary movies? Carmen, you like scary movies? No, I'm not into scary movies. No, you're not into scary movies. <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I used to be, I guess, when I was younger. Um, oh, I don't well, watch as many younger, movies with... though. No. Oh, okay, just because of work and stuff. No, I get migraines, so I don't I don't watch oh, no. movies oh. as much. Yeah, that's yeah. I would dang, I wouldn't watch movies either if I got migraines. That sounds painful. Yeah, so I don't know. I get into different TV shows. Um, Kurt has the Netflix, which is nice. That is nice. Yeah. So, uh, but Kirk Kirk is the movie guy. He watch all the shit. Yeah. Horror? Yeah, we me and Kirk used to have. Uh, a lot of different film viewings when we lived on the old Catalina Island. It was good times. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, Kirk. Yeah, what are your favorite scary movies? What do you like to watch this time of year? Horror movie wise, I like uh, I like the thing that that's that's one of my favorites. I, I oh yeah, I had to watch that one last year for sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, John that's, Carpenter, man. Yeah, John Carpenter is good. And then uh, I like uh, the Serpent and the Rainbow. Um, okay, I haven't seen that one. Oh man, it's Bill Pullman. He's like super young, and he's in. He's oh, in. R.I.P. I love Bill Pullman. No, Bill Pullman's still around. Uh, Paxton. Oh, he is. I'm thinking of someone pa- else. Bill Paxton. I'm thinking of Paxton. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, and you, so, I'm sorry, Bill Pullman, if you're if you're listening out there. <laughs> oh no, oh, isn't Paxton dead? R.I.P. Yeah. Bill Paxton. Yeah. yeah. I got my Bill Pees mixed up the there. Bill, oh, thanks the Billy Pees. Yeah, I just heard that on Bad Friends podcast. I don't even know who Bill Paxton is, but they talked about him. Oh yeah, Bill Paxton. He's. Uh... You should check out a movie called The Dark Backwards, Carmen. That is vintage Paxton. Anyway, sorry, Kirk. Get back to this Bill Pullman film. Um. So, uh, Bill Pullman. He's a. Uh, he's like a science man, and he's looking for. Okay. He's looking for uh, like an, a new like uh, anesthesia drug, and he goes to Haiti where they they basically these people are making like zombies. They they make this like uh-huh. drug that puts people to sleep, and then they get buried, and then they come back to life. And, oh wow! Uh, and then he fights this like Haitian like witch doctor, and it's it's a whoa it's, yeah, it's a pretty creepy one. What um, the name of that one again? The Serpent and the Rainbow. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Wow, yeah, it's a West. Okay, it's to... a West Craven. Oh, I love West Craven. Yeah. So that... I'm. Go ahead. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm partial to uh, a West Craven film called People Under the Stairs. Oh yeah, we That's we we yeah. basically yeah. watched that together a few months ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little. I was maybe like fifteen minutes behind you. Uh, yeah, you were like, "Oh, right. I'm watching that." And I was like, "You know what? I wouldn't mind jumping in on that bandwagon." So yeah. Barnsey and I were. Was that watching... last Halloween? Uh, maybe not Halloween. Maybe it was. I can't it remember. Was... 
I've seen that one. No, it might have mm-hmm. been at some point during quarantine, I want to say. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Oh, that was fun. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> great time. Well, speaking of quarantine, how uh, yeah. how did everything go for you when everything shut down in March? Did you uh, stay home for a little bit or did you continue working? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, so my I worked uh, in the field. I worked for the government as a marine biologist. Um, and we basically, uh, discontinued doing field work and we, uh, just worked on online on the computer. We had a bunch of stuff that they had us do, uh, just to kind of earn some kind of paycheck, which was, which was great. I was really thankful for that because I know a lot of people out there weren't as lucky as I was. Uh, and we got to resume work somewhat normally in July. So I've been back since then. Uh, it's been good. Oh, that's pretty cool. I, I, I feel relatively safe. You know, I just, you know, because L.A. is a bit of a hotbed for the old COVID. So every time I, you know, leave the house, I wear my mask. It's, that's just, you know, I know there's a lot of, you know, anti-maskers out there, non-believers. But uh, personally, I believe the COVID is a real thing. And why not <laughs> just take a little, uh, you know, safety precautions like it, it, say the this pandemic isn't real and it's all a conspiracy then i'm only inconvenienced wearing like you know a cloth mask over my face and it's not really hurting anyone so right. yeah but um no it's been good like certain times at, when i'm working i have to be in big crowds of people that makes me a little nervous i just kind of you know weave in and out of those crowds uh, like a ninja and then uh, get to uh, areas of lesser individuals um yeah i don't think i've been taking it seriously you haven't no i mean i I just don't care like even if i catch it i'm fine like i guess i don't want to give it to kirk if i do catch it but i i feel like i'll be fine but but i yeah i'm not i'm not familiar with covid levels in maine like how many cases are you seeing out there uh our levels have been pretty high in fact uh we had this oh yeah we had this uh, no sorry our levels have been pretty low we had a we had oh. a really big spike a real huge spike of 65 cases uh because there was a wedding that happened and uh oh wow everybody yeah. went to the wedding and then there's like a security well, as long as you're not going to any weddings out there then you should be fine carmen yeah exactly I, yeah no that it went further than that though they spread it to so many yeah. people one of the one of the people at the wedding. oh yeah like a one of the people at the wedding dang. were a uh corrections officer in a prison and so then there's like now there's like a few cases in the prison so oh no yeah it's uh but you know typically i think we've had maybe like a typically i think that could be like a movie title you know you turn it up a wedding and uh five prisoners funeral yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) five five prisons funerals yeah that's funny. I yeah, I, that, I guess that was a, a distasteful joke. I'm no, it's all right. Apologize. No, I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bronnie, you can say whatever you want. We don't care. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Uh, uh, but yeah, so there's only been maybe maybe I think we haven't even hit like two thousand cases so far. So. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. pretty low. See, we're seeing like two K cases per day damn but you guys got you guys are so big though california's (laughs) so big yeah yeah so i just i don't know i guess it's it's all a numbers game right yeah if you look at it like that so i have you know socialized with people for the most part like i'm playing by the rules like just being in groups of like 10 or less you know and i don't i'm not gonna hang out with anyone if i have symptoms like you know how many times have people over the since March like thought they had COVID? You know, like you got a cough, like you got a runny nose, like oh shit, I got COVID. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah, there's been a few times where like I played it safe and you know I had had some kind of illness and uh, you know decided not to hang out with people because I'm protecting them and myself. I remember when it first started um, and Kirk uh, was going to work. I actually, I work in a kitchen, so um, I was off 
from March to about what end of July. I started working close to the beginning of August, so I was off for a good while, and um, it, yeah, it was it was crazy. But I guess now that I'm back to work, it was really nice. But in the beginning, Kirk would take a shower right before work and then go to work, come home, jump straight in the shower, take his clothes off. Like, he was super, like, um, safe about everything. And Kirk follows the rules. That's good. He follows all the <laughs> rules, so. I try my best to. Yeah. No, you do. You follow the rules. Mm -hmm. So well, that's yeah. that's where we differ. I don't want to follow every yeah. single rule. I just right. follow follow I mean, the part that I want, and Kirk want to follow all of the rules. <laughs> right, right. It's so interesting where people like lie on that spectrum, you know. And I feel like you just gotta you gotta respect like everyone's, you know. Like I feel like I'm a lot more liberal with it than other people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people are. You know, I, I feel like when I'm at home, like I don't need to wear a mask personally, and when you know like my brother came and he lived with me you know for like a month and a half and i get it like he came on a plane so he was doing you know the whole the two-week thing uh but he you know was wearing a mask all the time and, and you know you have to i guess what i'm saying is like you have to respect it but right. at the same time like it's human nature to like when you want to be more liberal with something and some other people being more precautious. It's human nature to be a little annoyed at that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll wear the but mask, yeah. but I'm not going to follow the arrows in a grocery store. That's just, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Draw the line. Okay. I'll wear the mask. And that was Barnsley. That was a push for me to get, get going anyway, you know, just for her to wear the mask. So I, I, I guess I'll compromise on those arrows on the, on the grocery store floor. <laughs> no, that's why last time I went grocery shopping, I said, Kirk, drop me off for an hour and come back and get me because I ain't got time for your shit and these arrows and, and all this. No, you, I'll go by myself and you come pick me up. <laughs> and you know, that works better that's a metaphor for life Carmen. you know you're just following the path less traveled you know you're you're marching to the beat of your own drum and you know i think yeah. anyone can respect that yeah i do what i want i'll be honest i, yeah. I was at the grocery <laughs> store and i i i passed i was in the lane and i passed something that, that i wanted and i debated on whether i should just turn around and and go back and get it go back around like do a complete circle and go back to it or drive my cart like in reverse that's fucking crazy <laughs> are you crazy that's why you gotta sit outside and i'll go grocery shopping like, kirk is so weird he's like you can't go into the self-checkout you have too many items i'm like i do it all the time oh. i'm black i'm in maine you know, they don't I'm say not nothing to me personally <laughs> i'm not a fan of the self-checkout. I love it. I, you know, this, here's another, uh, you know, I guess maybe a slight difference between you and me, Carmen, because I, I go to the grocery store, you know, I gather all my items and I want to check out, you know, I don't want to have to do their job to, to exit the building. You know, like I'm not, there are people that are there that are employed, the cashiers, you know, and that's their job to like swipe everything and, you know, like get it all figured and squared away. And I, I just feel like, A, I'm like, I'm taking their job and B, I'm not getting paid to do their job. Yeah. So, it's not like yeah, you're getting a 10% discount on your groceries because you used a self-checkout. Right, because I'm checking myself out. But, yeah. you know, I can see how people love it because it's just really convenient. Like, I don't got to deal with that person. Yeah, but, like, so, here, I don't like, know I don't, don't, he doesn't from. understand, like, I don't think you understand, like, the culture here in Maine. So I'll explain a little bit of it to you. Oh, in okay. Maine, the workers here, this is like a fake town that we live in. Like, the workers <laughs> don't work. Customer service is no customer service. It's just no one knows what the fuck they're doing at any point in time. It doesn't matter whether you go to the bank, whether you go to the grocery store, a restaurant. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Everybody, no work ethic, shitty workers. You go to the grocery store, they're going to have a hard time checking you out. You might as well check your own goddamn self out. 
It's just it's stressful yeah. everywhere you go. The workers I, have no clue what they're I doing. I feel that. Yeah, I guess if the people uh, that are supposed to be doing their job aren't competent, then yeah, maybe I'd be more partial to self checkout. <laughs> yeah, that's like a big thing here. I think, and that's the reason why I I don't really care for Maine because yeah, I don't think there are competent workers here. I think out of a hundred <laughs> workers, there's only t- maybe twenty competent ones. Yeah, and that's is it's kind of ridiculous. Like Kirk knows. That's a, yeah, that's a terrible percentage. Uh, when I when I first moved here, so how Portland, how Portland does their uh, trash situation? They you have to buy these bags. You have to buy these special bags from the city, and then like on a certain day, your street uh, just puts out these purple bags that are that you buy at the. And each bag is like a dollar or two dollars, um, and like fifty cents or something. And, oh, and dang. yeah, that's well, you can recycle for free. There's free recycle bins, and so you can. It's basically so you recycle more than what you throw away. You know, it's like an incentive yeah. to uh, recycle for them. And I'm told, okay, so we've got this apartment, and they're like, okay, so trash is done through these city bags. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to buy these city bags. And I was like, okay, well, I go to the grocery store, and <laughs> I, I'm i like, hey, where do I find these these city bags that I need to dispose of the trash? And they're like, oh, yeah. you, just tell, you just tell the cashier at the, at the line whenever you're ready to check out. And I was like, okay, so I get a cart full of groceries, and... I go to the woman uh, at the register and I was like, hey, can I get some, do you sell trash bags, the city bags here? And she's like, yeah, how many do you need? And I said, um, 15. <laughs> and the woman says, the woman says, 15 bags? <laughs> like, like it's like a crazy number, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. 15 bags? And she was like, oh. I've never seen anybody get 15 bags before. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> so I I pay my bill and then, you know, I get all my bags and I'm looking at this one one bag and it's filled with these rolls of garbage bags. And <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, so you 15 like rolls. She gave, she now gave... you have an ethical choice here. You can either leave with your now... 50 bags or hand them back to the lady and say here you go well no she uh she sold me 15 rolls of bags and it turned out that my bill my my i paid for like 200 i paid like 200 bucks for these extra bags yeah she charged me for all these bags (laughs) so then i had to go to the oh my and this is the kicker i had to go to the customer service and i was like yeah i i was i'm new here and you know i was ordering these city bags and uh you know i I didn't know that i thought you were buying individual bags i didn't know that they came in a roll and they're like okay well here's where where are the rolls and i was like here you go and there were only 14 in the bag she only gave me 14 rolls she didn't even give me the 15 rolls (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh that's pretty normal though so right? that's why yeah that's that's the stuff we deal with here like so you like, you you were trying to buy 15 in, individual individual bags, bags. yeah i didn't know and that she gives you 14 <laughs> rolls of bags. rolls of bags yeah wow that you know that it just reminds me of one of my favorite mr show sketches it's one of those little sketches uh they're doing these, this whole, like, the whole idea of it. They're doing these different commercials for things and swearing in the commercials. Oh, yeah. And one of the uh, commercials is the bag hutch. It's just a thing to put all your bags in. Because they right. show, like, you know, this couple's kitchen, and there's bags everywhere. And there's like, what do we do with all these bags? And the, the wife's like, oh, just put them in the bag hutch. And the husband's like, "No shit." <laughs> yeah, it's, and right. Then, it sounds like you need a bag hutch with all those bags. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I I went and returned them, and the woman was like, "There's only 14 in here," and she was like, "Well, I'll just keep one," and gave me the credit for all of it. So, yeah. <laughs> damn Crazy. girl, well, like you couldn't get that right. Yeah, it worked out in the end. I I like. Uh, I was thinking about uh, Mr. Show the other day. Uh, so, uh, Carmen, I don't think is familiar you know uh what's the lawyer's name in uh 
the the breakings of the bad. What's his name? Um, uh, I don't know. What in Bob, real life? Well, his name's Bob Odenkirk. But the, the oh, you yeah. know the lawyer from Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. He back in oh, the yeah. 90s he used to have a like a sketch comedy show and they would like all the sketches would bleed into like one another. It wasn't like a Saturday night live where it was just it like was, it was him and David Cross. Yeah, him, he and David Cross. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? I'm familiar with the name. Mm-hmm. I'm bad with names, but I can like put the face and then Did you did you see um Arrested Development? Have you seen that show? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah, he's the bald guy. So, uh, one of oh, the okay, okay, okay. I think, I, yeah, I know who you're talking Tobias. about. Yeah, Tobias Funke. Yeah, <laughs> I, know who, I know who you're yeah. talking about. Uh, the Never Nude. Yeah, the Never Nude. And uh, I forget about him. So that was their show. And then it went like to a series of commercials. And then the, what, what's the burger? Was the burger one in there? And he's like, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my favorite Mr. Show, I think, I was, I was thinking about it the other day. And it was whenever uh, these two guys, they're at a bar. And then they get they get into a fight. And then it's like, I'll marry your dumb ass. <laughs> so these two, and this guy's like, you're so stupid, you'd marry me. And then they, these two guys, they get married and they like live a life together. <laughs> and it's, yeah, man, I, I guess I'm, I'm not explaining it very well, but <laughs> because she's giving me a look as though I. I no, it's just something, it's just something you got to see for yourself, I think. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Anyone out there that's listening, like, if you like any kind of sketch comedy, like, if you like Chappelle's show or, you know, these other sketch comedy shows, like Mr. Mister Show with Bob and David was one of the, like, OG, like, sketch comedies. They were doing it right. And it was, like, it was really clever the way they always had, a, a like, a, a little peculiar transition from sketch to sketch. Like, the sketches wouldn't, you know, they would be totally different things, but they would have some, like, little threads to like tie it all in something so, that kind of yeah, connects it to each other just so great i mean so much great material um man yeah i can't even think off the top of my head like some of my favorite ones well uh, of course w- one of our favorites kirk is the whole the whole quarters mostly bit oh like, yeah oh, can i can i get can i get change for a dollar change for a dollar uh, quarters mostly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and it's just this great series of like you know this guy's just in you know a little like little food mart trying yeah, to like get uh, quarters store. mostly for a change for a dollar is a convenience store and then like his boss has got to think about it and yeah. then he calls his you boss show, you showed me that sketch <laughs> I, i'm president. pretty sure kirk like, showed the, me that the sketch. final yeah oh yeah i'm sure he did but yeah the final like word is like you know the president's like out golfing and he's like nope so then it goes down the line and he can't yeah i definitely saw that dollars. that was pretty funny <laughs> good. And then it goes back to the guy, and then the guy has to go outside <laughs> because he's trying to get the change for another guy. He's trying mm-hmm. to get the change right, for Ronnie, right? right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, <laughs> so, so it's not even that's not even the end of it. You think it'll end with the dude like not getting yeah. the change, but then there's another guy outside who doesn't get the change. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember watching that with you. You were showing me that, and I'm at first when it first start, you're like, okay. And then it gets a little bit funnier and a little funnier. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Def- yeah, there's there's some uh, slow build- building uh, sketches in that show. So, yeah, big fan. Love Mr. Show. Do you guys remember um, that little cartoon show, The PJs? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Eddie Murphy show. Yeah, I like The PJs. That was a good one. It wasn't on got, for very no, long. I haven't seen that one. I got to check that out. Is it on any... Uh, streaming platforms is it on the netflix i'm not sure the pjs is the old school one so it was like on upn back in the day or maybe wgn i can't remember but yeah it's an eddie murphy show and it's claymation and he's a plumber and he's it's just about him and his family and eddie murphy does the voice for like maybe you know that's that's something that kind of rings the bell i'm sure if i saw like oh yeah for sure yeah yeah yeah, it's an old one. It's hard to find. I mean, I probably could find it, but I can't explain to you how to find it. Yeah. Like, I find all the I shows, probably, but I, I don't know. I could at least look up clips on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm a I'm yeah. a pirate. I'm a pirate uh, girl. I get all the content. So, I don't know how to explain Hell that yeah. to people. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I have to jump hey, through you, all these loopholes. 
you take what's yours, you know, like I've, I've always been, you know, you know, media is meant to be shared. So That's how I feel. I feel like if it's, able, on, it's on Google, it's for me to get it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So if, if you're able to acquire media in such ways, you know. Yeah, Kirk is uh maybe- Kirk is not down for that. He feel like it's stealing. Well, I, I feel yeah. well to a degree. Uh the the way that I see it is uh if you're downloading a movie that comes out next week in the theater, that's that's stealing, you know. Why? Because <laughs> what do you mean why because i didn't take you, it i didn't put it online i just yeah, but, got it off online but your behavior my behavior re- still is thievery yeah your behavior is stealing yeah no that you can't say you can't say people who watch shows online is just stealing <laughs> well not every I'm show i'm not taking i'm not taking your money out of your wallet you're taking you're taking money from that would be in their wallet potential money but you're, Your future I, mean, I don't feel like this is fair. <laughs> you're just taking, you know, like, I feel like it's office space, you know? You're just taking some pennies from the penny jar. Right, just, you just know? a like couple. In the grand yeah. thing. So, I, you know, it, it's, uh, I guess, if you want to get technical, it's stealing. <laughs> but it's not, you know, I, I didn't, it's not as bad as, you know, going to a convenience store and stealing a bag of chips, so. That's you know, how I. That's I guess, exactly how I yeah, feel. Yeah, I don't like to steal. There's a million bags of chips at the grocery store. I mean, you can just take one, exactly. right? Exactly. Oh my <laughs> god! No, that's stealing. Exactly. <laughs> and you think whoever works there really gives a fuck? Yeah, they, they don't really bag. care. Yeah, but this is the thing. Yeah. I pay my phone bill to have full service on my phone. In that full service, it includes Google. On Google, <laughs> I find the content. I feel there like I am. So that's you, mine. You own a piece of Google, so yeah. No, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just want to follow all the rules, Kurt. I don't know. I've spent I've spent some time breaking rules, and now I think, you know, I, in my thirties, I'm like I'm gonna follow these rules now. It's time to follow the rules. Yeah, well, I don't feel like I, I break that many. And rules. then in your forties, you're gonna be a, a rule maker. Yeah, then I'll make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't making no goddamn. Rules. I can't make any rules. No. Oh. It'll make no rules. I make the rules. It's my world. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like I made the rules for that rat earlier today. That's for sure. Oh yeah, you made you made the rules for that rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. So there, there is one thing that I wanted to discuss today. I've been thinking about it, yeah. and I just need to get it off of my head because it it doesn't bother Dude. me, but it bothers me a little bit. Um, well, not that much, but, um, so when me and Kirk first got together, um, the first year we were together, I never showed him my feet the first year we were together. No, not one. Not one time. No, cause I was, I wasn't born with five toes on my right foot. Oh, I see. So I was I don't show <laughs> I don't just be out here showing people that shit. Like no, people yeah, no. Yeah. He going cuz I know jokes going to come afterwards. And I I don't want to deal with the jokes. So Yeah, like me, yeah, your new nickname's going to be Fortos. Oh, 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 call Fortos. <laughs> well, I got four and a half actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's going to be accurate, the, you know. Yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue though. <laughs> Well, maybe the little toe will roll off the tongue. But. So, so my feet, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know if my mom was fucking drinking when she had me. Something has she had to be fucking doing something because me and my brother both came out with feet like this. But um, yeah. So it took me a year to show Kirk my feet, and uh, I used to be super insecure about it when I was younger. Uh, and I think it took me so long to show Kirk because I liked him. And I didn't want him to not yeah. like me because he see my feet. <laughs> I feel that. Because guys are shallow sometimes. And I didn't know him well enough yeah. to know I if that was going to be a deal yeah. breaker. <laughs> Bar- Barnsley knows how men are shallow. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. I mean, I... Have, have the experience. I mean, yeah. I'm probably, well, as my dad always used to say, 
I'm already going to hell, so I ain't got nothing to lose. I, I feel the <laughs> same way. So, I mean, this is just the story of me being shallow. So I'm on the, uh, you know, the Bumble, the the dating app. Oh, and they got to talk to you first, yeah. And I, and I come across this one girl, you know, and she kind of, she has a bit of a, a disfigured face. So I don't know. <laughs> I just couldn't, you know. Especially because it's a, it's like a dating app, and like all you see is like a picture of them. So right. I guess yeah. I'm going to hell because I, I definitely swipe left. There. But Bum- Bumble is the one where they have to talk to you first, right? Uh, co- correct. You both have to uh, to swipe right, and then uh-huh. the girl initiates conversation. Right. Yeah. So, um... but I guess it you know it all comes back around because I don't. I don't get very many likes on the old Bumble. So. <laughs> my my dad my dad used to say when I was I younger. I'm sure homegirl homegirl that with the uh, disfigured face probably swiped left on me. So it's not like mutual, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who who knows? I mean, until it's a match, who knows yeah. who likes who? Yeah. Uh, I I think it's so interesting, like especially like trying to date during a pandemic. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, like, like they give these options on the on the Bumble, like h- how do you want to meet someone? And one of the options is just, you know, you only want to interact with some someone virtually. Right. It says virtual. Or another one, my favorite is it just says socially distanced with mask. Right. So, so like you're willing to meet this person in public, but you have to stay six feet apart from them and you have to wear masks. And you must wear a mask. So, and you must wear masks. I mean, I guess it's good that, you know, we're being safe, but that I, I would prefer, I guess, the virtual meeting because at least we can, you know, talk and see each other's faces as opposed to being six feet away. Like, I can't touch you. I can't see your face. So we might as well. Yeah. Just might as well be FaceTime. virtual. You think that there are people yeah. you think that there are people out there that are like, man, she's really pretty. But when she puts on that mask. I don't know. She's she's got like a double chin or something. Like, you think the you think that the the mask face is going into dating now? Like, the- I mean, well, being honest, Barnsley, being honest, are you using Bumble to meet a nice girl that you're gonna bring home to mommy and daddy, or are you meeting this girl because you're trying to fuck? Uh, uh, I actually, I would say the former. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm more looking for like a relationship. I'm not just out here trying to fuck. You trying to meet on Bumble to to be in a relationship? Yeah, I so I know multiple people that have met on Tinder and now they're married and they're both beautiful couples. One of them, uh, this uh, our good friend Megan from Catalina, she got on the Tinder and it was like the first week she was on the Tinder. She met this guy and they're married now and they're like both the sweetest couple. So yeah, I think it's you know. Like that, I guess those stories are few and far between. But it, you know, a, yeah. a boy can dream. A boy that, can dream. That day, you know. And then there's Ty. That's what Songer's Songer's like classmate or whatever. Uh, remember, remember. Uh huh. Ty. He he. Yeah, met his. He, he met his wife on Bumble. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it is yeah. a, a a thing now that people yeah. use. Yeah. My and... my brother's best friend. I went to you know their wedding last November. They mm. met on the Tinder. I thought they met on Bumble, but turned out they met on the Tinder. Mm. So, so yes, to uh, to to prove a point, Carmen, you can find love on on the filthy fuck <laughs> dating. App. I'm not saying that you can't, but like, is that what? I mean, I don't know. Is that what you're using it for? Are you using it to find yeah, love? Uh, yeah, like 100. percent 100. percent I'm not. I'm not out here just trying to fuck. I'm just saying, like, this is my whole thing. If you're using an app to fuck, you got a hand. Can't nobody fuck you yeah, like you that, can fuck yourself. You got a hand. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, girl. I Yeah, I don't. I'm looking for, you know, something a little more. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into the whole um, the dating online thing. But, um, yeah. I well, mean, people who are like, into it, that's them. Right? That's just not me, but. Yeah, you. But you in a relationship, so. Yeah, I had, the, the, I had to. I had to move to a fucking island to find Kirk. 
hey, I, I used the island for three years. I didn't find my Kirk, unfortunately. <laughs> Were you looking, <laughs> so you though? Were you, were you making you yourself available to those yeah, program yeah, bitches? Very much so. Very much so. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, okay, Kirk, Yes. let's think about my spread. You know, did I, I didn't have a very favorable spread. Of, oh, uh, the email. spread. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, so you know, it just it didn't work out. Like I. Yeah, it know, just was, yeah, just it is what it is. You know. Yeah, yeah it worked for some people. Yeah. Some people connect differently. I don't know. I I met yeah, Kirk I mean, and I, I knew I was like this boy is. Well, when I first met him, um, <laughs> did does he yeah, know violence? First impression of Kirk. Huh? No. Who? Wait, sorry, who? I said it was a girl on an island and uh that uh worked in the kitchen when I got there and she told me when Kirk walked down the stairs, she said, I'm still working on that one right there. He won't talk to me. And I was like, <laughs> Who is that? And that's what made me like notice him. This girl, I'm like, who is that? She's like, I'm working on that one. He won't even speak to me. <laughs> and I was like, well, he lived next door to me, so he going to fucking talk to me. And then we started talking, and then it was from there. It just went from there. That's great. My first so impression first of Kirk was that he was really smart, and he knew a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's um, very intelligent. And, unless it's a Monday. <laughs> and then, then Kirk's Moronic Mondays show up. Kirk's Moronic Mondays. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know. I look at Kirk as a, a unicorn. He is one of the most interesting people I've ever met, which is good for me because I'm extremely interesting as well. So yeah, I would, I would agree, and that's uh, you know, that makes that's a recipe to make life really fun if you have two very, you know. Well, if if I found people. a guy who was um, if I found a guy who was kind of a pushover, and I have a strong personality, so if you are don't right. if you can't match that energy, then I'm just gonna just run just all gonna, over you. Yeah, yeah. And if totally. you too strong of a personality, we're gonna clash because no, you got me yeah. fucked up. Right. So uh, I don't know. Oh, it's a learning, perfect. learning thing. Sounds like perfect for you because I know that he can be very playful, you know, with like his words and his <laughs> actions. But at the same time, like, yeah, he's he he's not going to try and, you know, like if you're two dogs barking, you know, you're not just going to like bark at each other all day. Yeah. Oh, no. Kirk is um, I think that. I'm one of those people who I'll go on and on and on. Like when something pisses me off, I'm like, oh, my God, fuck this dumbass bitch. And then I'm like going on That's and on. And Kirk, yep. and Kirk will just be like, enough. Like, damn. <laughs> 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 so, I ain't never had nobody talk to me like that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely it's an interesting dynamic. Um but he's somebody who can, I guess, keep me in check a little bit when I need to be. When That's I need to great. be put in my place a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sure. It kind of works. How, how long were you on the island, Carmen, before, I guess, you and Kurt started dating? Uh, the, people ask us that question, and, and I don't really know because Kirk never said let's go on a date he just oh, it's like we go well, together now like i don't know how that right. works okay gotcha. so so you and i you and i went to vegas and to um you and i went to vegas and fred was doing all those interviews remember yeah yeah well carmen was one of the people he hired um around that wow. time okay so okay. so that was in february she showed up in February of no, 2017. March. I had yeah. yeah, so that was in February. She showed up in March. So okay. she showed okay. up right after that. And then it was, I guess I, I took Carmen seriously uh, after her birthday. She went to uh, Detroit and she came back maybe. Detroit, much love. I love Detroit. Just got to throw that out there. 
Sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Detroit. Uh, so yeah. she came back from her birthday, which was late August. So that's about the time, I guess you could say we kind okay. of we kind of got serious, but we oh uh, we were already kind of talking before then. Yeah, but yeah. I so maybe give her like it sounds like four to six months kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just I needed like a ballpark just in my head. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah how, so we we were already we... super close, but we, we didn't have like a. Right. I, I'll tell you what really happened, Barnsley. This is how it really happened. Kirk, okay, tell Kirk me how didn't really want to. <laughs> Kirk didn't. I I loved Kirk already, and I I really Kirk. yeah I really wanted to like I really really liked him, and I expressed that to him, and he said. Well, maybe we should just keep it what it is. We just hanging out, fucking pretty much. Let's just be fuck buddies. And uh, I don't know, we're on an island. Like, he didn't want to take it serious. So I said, okay. So I started bagging off from him. Like, all right, well, I'm not just going to be your fuck buddy. So then we can just be neighbors. So I went to Detroit because one of the girls on the island gave us off fleas with her cat. (laughs) (laughs) So I left and I went to Detroit and I didn't know. I was so upset because this girl just gave me fucking fleas and I was beyond. Oh, I remember that girl. That was uh, Violet, right? Yeah. 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 So after that, I I went to Detroit (laughs) and Kirk didn't know. I didn't say bye to Kirk. He didn't have my Facebook or any of my information. So I don't think he Uh uh, knew if I was coming back or not. And then he realized he fucked up. And he should have fucking expressed how he felt before I left because he didn't know if I was coming back. And then I came back and he walked past my door and he was like, it's really nice to have you back, Carmen. And then we was together after that. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, he was fucking playing hard to get. (laughs) He was acting like a fucking a girl in a mini skirt that guys are trying to talk to on the mm-hmm. street. Like, uh, uh-uh, no, I got uh, that. Uh. Like, he, he's acting super hard to get. Like, fuck off. Who? Like, why are you behaving this way? <laughs> oh no, it's pretty That's funny. Great. So, Carmen, because I, you know, I have such a love for Detroit techno in particular. Are you being from Detroit? Are you like, are you familiar with? the techno scene there or like do you have any stories like i'd love to hear if you have like you know old stories of seeing djs but if it wasn't your thing it wasn't your thing so i understand that too um well they i don't i don't know any dj specific most of detroit um the inner city is mostly rap and that type of stuff but they do they do do raves and if yes, you could figure out yes. where the different raves are, they're pretty crazy. I've right. been to one or two. And, um, yeah, I had a lot of white friends in Detroit, so I got into different shit like that, like figuring out where the raves That's and cool. stuff were. But, like, the black yeah, people yeah. in Detroit, they do street racing and, like, ghetto ass-shaking clubs. Yeah. And then the white people yeah, in Detroit, I mean, they find the raves and techno places. Right, right. Uh, so I'm a, you know, I love Detroit. Like I would have returned for my fourth year in a row this year for, over Memorial Day weekend. They have movement festival and then they have after parties throughout the city. The mayor de- declares it uh, Detroit Techno Week. Yeah. So definitely like missed out on that uh, this year because the pandemic. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It brings out a lot of people. It's good for the city. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah. It, it. I think it's uh, it's Detroit's busiest weekend of the year. Yeah. Because they have so sure. many people. I mean, you get like people like me coming out from L.A. all over the states, and then you got it. You get a good amount of European heads like coming over because, uh, for those that don't know, like techno was started in Detroit and basically almost immediately exported to Europe to like Germany and the UK. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a busy weekend a, for the for the uh, the robbers too. <laughs> oh yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, I've had friends. When you guys been, come in you know, town, they everyone, they looking at chops. You know, they ready for saying. y'all ass. Yeah, I'm sure you know the saying because you're from there. But the saying is true: Detroit hustles harder, and everyone hustles harder Memorial Day weekend with all these out of towners like. Hell I remember <laughs> I, me and my friends got ordered some food and 
you know, it was like, it was maybe, it was like 29 bucks. Right. And I, I just had 20. So I hand them two forties and they're like, they, it looks me straight in the eye. He's like, I don't got any change. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Are, here's your $11 tip then. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah but that's because people like you, they feel like you, first off, if you're a white guy in Detroit, you already are looked at, or if you are a different color than black in Detroit, they already looking at right. you as bait for whatever reason. Right. Like Kirk, no, he came right. to Detroit and people were like, why is he here? <laughs> What is he yeah. doing here? I don't. I, I think where where we were. Uh, I don't think people were viewing me as bait. They were just confused. Not bait. They were yeah more confused. <laughs> they were just because kinda... he's with me. My friends know that I'm with him, but like, like we went to the store and people were just kind of looking like, where did he come from? Yeah, what's he doing there? And why is he taking pictures <laughs> of the synthetic urine? You know? Yeah, like... I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like where you go when you go to Detroit, you're in the area yeah. where all the tourists and like where everything is happening. But I had Kirk well, in the hood. I like to I like to get out. You know, like one of my favorite parties, uh, the Friday night of Memorial Day weekend is in Hamtram. So, yeah. or at least it was. It was in Hamtram, and then uh, they had it out. If you know where the Artist Village is, it's like definitely out. Like. Where I'm getting at, the, the really good stuff is like out of the city. Like, I, right. I know, yeah, the, the hub is like where the festival is at Hart Plaza. Yeah. But last year, I didn't go there at all. I just went to all these after parties. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had Kirk a little bit in some ghetto situations. So, I'm not good. bringing him to Detroit around that shit no more. We can stay downtown and go to some nice restaurants. I did take him to a pretty cool small plate restaurant that my friend was a chef at at the time so okay. we got to see a couple I, of cool things one thing i wanted to do at least food wise when i went there this year is get detroit style pizza so because i know i can't remember the names of the, the few like original spots but i it looked i've seen videos of you know the the og detroit style pizza places there and it it just looks really good it's di- you know different than chicago pizza or like new york pizza it's definitely its own kind of pizza so. it's different but i don't but think I, that I love- we known for our pizza right so it's like a, yeah it's like a low-key thing like that's why it took me you know this would have been my fifth year to go and uh you know the big food item of course is the coney island dog yeah everyone got to go to coney island did you take kirk there I did, American but I took Coney him Island. to I took him to a Kirby's. I didn't get to take him to like a little a little L George's oh, okay. or Leo's or nothing because the time yeah, they yeah. came in. Okay. So he didn't really get the Coney Island experience I wanted him <laughs> to get because uh, we yeah. came in. We're supposed to be surprising my mom, so it was just a bunch. Of oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of focused on that. Well, was she surprised? She was. She she uh, opened up the door and she was like, "Oh my daughter!" <laughs> she's like, "Oh my daughter!" Yes. And, yes. Then, and then, oh. then she looks at me and she's like, "If if my daughter love you, I love you too." Game <laughs> <laughs> over. Don't like, ever take my mom like that. She don't sound like a fucking old man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you know, surprisingly enough, the the best thing that we had uh, while eating in Detroit. Was we yeah. were, we were at a Best Western? Is that oh, the? Yeah. That? And there was a restaurant attached to this Best Western bar. And I'm not I'm not joking with you. I'm serious. We stayed at this Best Western, <laughs> and the restaurant attached to this Best Western had had lobster tail corn, corn dogs. dogs. <laughs> and it was a what? lobster tail dipped in corn dog batter, fried up like a corn dog, and you just ate it ate it as a corn dog and it was yeah. amazing sounds, dude it, it was, was so fucking good. good yeah wow that's <laughs> like a fusion of like few foods that i love wow yeah. my dad told I mean, us that about that place that's where he dog. stays so yeah lobster tail corn yeah, dog. i'm gonna have to stay at that best western <laughs> yeah and it wasn't it was right it was like in southfield so it was right outside the city so it wasn't a it was in a decent area and uh the best western was actually pretty nice so yeah, it was good. Yeah. They had some great food. I so was I, like, damn, man, they hooking so I, it up. Yeah. I just got to ask you because you grew up there, Carmen. You know, uh, uh, 
another country, Canada. It's like right across the Detroit River. Yeah. Like as someone that grew up, you know, lived on the U.S. side, like, did you ever cross the border? Like what, you know, do you have any stories about that? Because every time I've been, it's, I know it's just like such a hassle to. Well, it didn't, take, you know, it didn't used to. So never had the time. It wasn't like that before. Like when oh, we okay. used to go to Canada, you had to, you didn't need a passport or nothing. You just needed your ID uh, to oh, show nice. how old you were. And pretty much everybody yeah. went there for their 18th birthday because you could drink there at 18. Oh, yeah. So that was where we Hell all went, yeah. like, during that time for, like, friends' birthday parties That's and tight. stuff. But it is wow. different now. But it wasn't that bad 10 yeah. years ago. Okay. And I know Memorial Day weekend, they know all these, like, ravers are in town. So they're, those, you know, the Canadian uh, Mounties are looking for, you know, kids with drugs and stuff. So Yeah. But it's definitely more uh, secure than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. So they, well, they've uh, tightened up the rules a little good bit. Good and bad. They're probably like, you know, they they realize how wild we Americans have got the last 10 years. So got to, you know, tighten up security. Tighten the belts. I don't know. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I know we used to, when I when I was living up here in Maine, uh, when I was younger in elementary school, we used to take field trips up to Nova Scotia. And ah, just hop into Nova hop in, Scotia, and don't Nova you know. Scotia, eh? and uh, <laughs> you just hop on a bus and go. They didn't, they didn't search or anything, you know. And then you'd end up with some Canadian dollars yeah. coming home, and you thought you were special, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can relate having grown up close to the Mexican border. Like I know, you know, stories. Of being yeah, able you to gotta watch that Mexican shit in Detroit because you go to the store and then you get your change back and they give your ass a Canadian quarter. Like, bitch, now you know this quarter. Ain't, oh yeah, it's Canadian. I can't a, use that's it nowhere a else. Detroit hustle. <laughs> they hustle hard. hustle right there. Two a T. Detroit <laughs> hustles harder. Absolutely. Uh, that's funny. you know it was like you know last year when I was there, this, you know I was this this girl was being like all flirty with me you know we're hanging out all weekend and you know she's staying at my place and you know she's not really like let's say she wasn't really uh putting any out there for me uh <laughs> so then like the last one of the last days you know she's just kind of like we're at this party and she, you know she's like bye i'm like so i like text her i was like yeah i get it detroit hustles harder you know <laughs> <laughs> Even in the love game. Even in the love so. game. Detroit got nothing. She's just trying to play me for a, she just needs a spot to save the weekend. Oh know? man, that <laughs> sucks. And you can you feel right for the damn trick. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's oh. super funny. I don't know, yeah. maybe next if you go next year for uh Labor Day, then maybe we yep. can meet you down Memorial there. Memorial Day. Memorial Day, sorry. Yeah, maybe next yeah. Memorial oh, Day we can meet you down there. Hell yeah, I'll be, I mean, every year that there's no pandemic or some other <laughs> crazy reason that I, you know, they don't have, uh, you know, these parties in uh, Detroit Memorial Day weekend, I will be there. It's, yeah, that's the only is, thing. I don't know if next year is going to be able to, if they're going to be able to do it either. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, what, it's, it's definitely on the chopping block for next year, so we'll see. What? It's, yeah, I mean, it's wild out here in L.A. that we won't have, like, you know fans at a lot of sporting events or concerts or anything big like that until probably at least a year from now. So we're talking next fall yeah, or maybe like in spring of 2020 or 22, you know, I mean, if 2021 ended up to just be normal, like people would be like, when, what's happening now? Because 2020 has been so weird just with everything going on, yeah. you know, like I think in 2021, people are going to be like, if it, if it was completely normal, they would be like, well, when's the bomb going off? You know, <laughs> like, 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 like <laughs> yeah. what, what, what's happening? We're waiting for it. We're it reminds ready. Me of this great meme. It reminds me of this great meme. There's a, a time traveler. They come back you know, in time from the future in uh -huh. 2020. Uh, so they don't know that. They are in some, you know, time travel device, and they don't know what year it is when they get out. So they, they ask the first person they see, and they say, oh, what year is it? And the person says 2020. Time traveler looks at them and goes, oh, it's the first year of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
That's so funny. I was like, yeah, how long is this, you know, yeah. how long will this go on for? Well, how long will it last? How many years? That's funny. Well, I yeah. think that uh, this is a good time, uh, Barnsley, to end this podcast. We've been All going right. for a while now. Oh yeah, I think I think yeah, you're the little, little over an hour on my time. Yeah, yeah, we're this is the longest we've actually gone. We're uh, recording oh, in great. a we're recording in a new setup, which gives us a little bit more time. I was trying to keep it under an hour um, beforehand, just because of transferring files and stuff. And um, oh, nice. But uh, well, hey, lucky me, I get the little bonus time. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, it's been great talking to you, Barnsey, and uh, yeah. maybe we can do it again sometime. I had such a blast, and yeah, just anyone out there that's listening, thanks for supporting the Sweet Gravy podcast. I know it's Kirk and Carmen's Sweet Baby, so <laughs> thanks, y'all. Yeah, it was really nice talking to you, Barnsey, and uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, have a great day. Have a great weekend, y'all. Awesome. Much love. Thanks, man. Bye. All right. Well, that was Barnsley. That was a fun time, huh? Yeah, that was good. He's a he's a um good guest. Uh well, this is the end of the Sweet Gravy podcast. If you have any comments or any suggestions, go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye-bye.